0: Yeah, because, well, first of all, if you don't have a purpose, it isn't that your life becomes neutral in
1: a, in a meaningless sense, it's that your life becomes characterized by unbearable
0: suffering. existence without becoming entirely corrupted
2: by it. entirely
3: corrupted. Welcome to the Victory Formation Podcast. I am your host, Matt Anzio, writer, scout for Draft Diamonds and director of Pro Football Scouting and Evaluation at MFE Elite Pro Days, now on May 2nd in Pittsburgh and in Indianapolis on May 9th. Unfortunately, with the covert 19 virus, the April 4th event could not happen. The NFL suspended operations pulling their scouts off the off the road. Lord willing, this could make the May 2nd and May 9th events very important with so many 2020 draft prospects pro days being canceled. So we pray to get us back to normal and let these players that have worked so hard get the numbers and the times that they need, and get a chance to make a jump to the next level. On this relaunch special of the Victory Formation podcast, first I catch up with Jeff Barnes of Cover 2 Draft and Nuts & Bolt Sports to discuss sleeper DBs from the FCS Bowl, the Shrine Game, Combine, and Cover 2's upcoming draft guide. Then I have a chance to interview former Ferrum defensive tackle, Marcus Jeter, a six-foot, 300-pound-plus free agent prospect looking for an opportunity. Next, me and former Alabama A&M star get to interview uh, Alabama A&M star, Kalo Robertson, tight end from AAF, and former XFL invite helps me interview 2020 NFL draft offensive lineman from Alabama A&M, Robert Samuel Jr., Then, my highlight, my my headliner of the night, wide receiver from Morningside 2020 NFL Draft Prospect Brandy Holmes joins me for a great interview, and I thank you, and stay safe, stay blessed out there, and take care of one another, and thank you for tuning in to the Victory Formation Podcast. Hello, Marcus Jeter. What's up? What's going on, man? Welcome to the Victory Formation Podcast. Glad you could have me. Hey, man. You're a good guy, brother. It's good to have you on. We got Marcus Jeter, uh, formerly of Ferrum. He's a defensive lineman, six foot, 320 pounds. Uh, he's looking forward to uh, hopefully uh, coming out to the MFE Elite Pro Days. Uh, so, when did your love of football first begin, man? Honestly,
0: it started at the college level. I didn't even like football in high school. I liked it in rec league, stuff like that. But I really fell in love with the game
3: when I got to college. So did you start, uh, you started all four years at Ferrum. Uh, Did you play D-line the entire time? Yeah, I played, got hurt, tore my Achilles,
0: tried to come back, missed my junior year, then I finally came back my senior year
3: it was tough well after tearing your Achilles uh, what year was that and um, what did you do to, to get yourself back in the game
0: well it, it, it kind of started in 2015 I tried to play on it it wasn't like a complete rupture it was a partial tear so the doctor said I was better off rupturing it because they don't really they didn't know how to actually fix like a partial tear So, started in 2015, tried to come back in 2016 for my junior year, missed my whole junior year, tried to come back and play. Injured it again, had to get surgery. I had surgery about three times. So, I finally came came back strong my senior year. And I played my whole senior year, got invited to the BSN combine, NFL regional, and we've been doing it ever since.
3: And you were uh, senior year. You were two thousand and eighteen draft class. And uh, just just uh, fill me in and fill our audience in a little bit about uh, what you've been doing. Uh, you know, the last couple years to keep yourself ready for an opportunity at the next level.
0: Agents, man, that's it's it's hard. I finding an agent I'm from small school because they don't want to take a chance on you. But I found the guy who willing to take a chance on me. I just been all over the place from cfl workouts nfl workouts hopefully trying to break into the xfl if i can but spring league that's really helped a lot i suggest guys who are like free agents definitely go down go down there get some get some reputable film because it's down there you need it arena just stuff like that
3: well you you did arena
0: Nah, I, i didn't have the opportunity
3: but you did get to go down to the uh, Spring League. Um, when was that? And you were down in where? Miami? Miami. And when was that, Marcus? That was in last year. So how was that experience, and how did
0: you think you did? I did. I dominated, honestly. Dominated against NFL talent. Top-tier Division One talent. I did my thing. I got my highlight tape and my bio to prove it. I can play with the best of them. It's, the only person that's really holding me back is me. Get in front of the right people. I can do anything.
3: Absolutely, man. I mean, you're you're a very quick guy for your size. Um, you know, sometimes uh, some of these shorter guys, um, Mike Mayock, uh, love to call them squatty bodies. Yeah. Uh, I I personally love those type of guys in the middle of my defense because for some reason, I don't know, it seems like the guys, if, they, if they're a couple inches shorter, they just uh, have a way of being really quick in, in small spaces. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I really like that. I always want to have one of those guys on, on every one of my team, especially against the run when you're facing somebody smaller backs.
0: Yeah, they have to, the taller offensive linemen, they have to put more effort in to block us because they have to come to our level because we're already under their pad level.
3: Absolutely And so have you uh, Had any uh, arena offers I know arena is not too big on The the interior D lineman guys And you know they they look more For smaller edge guys Or big linebackers Um, Yeah But uh, so was there any Interest at all from any arena teams
0: Yeah like IFL Teams but the risk versus reward For me to travel across The country for like I'm, I'm not saying money's the problem, but it, it just wasn't adding up for me, for me to like, to leave what I'm doing here, to fly across the country for like, to not even, they were mostly just like, hey, come, come, come to training camp. And if you earn a spot, it's like, I can't really, it's either you sign me now, or I just, I can't make that jump. Cause to drop everything fly across the country, that's not really, that's what a lot of guys facing they can't really give up their day job
3: well it's difficult you know i mean it it takes a lot you know it it is a lot easier if it's in an area i mean you got to keep working as well of course you're going to have to keep working a regular job so uh that makes it harder of course you want to be able to get uh at least make a living you know and so maybe yeah you know it's not the best for for interior d-linemen anyways um yeah can create some bad habits but uh the you know the main thing is that you you keep yourself active you know you had some tape going and we're going to try to get you some more film here as well um at at some times hopefully uh you know so uh that's the main thing is that people could see you now and what, what you're still doing you know right now and 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 how old are you marcus
0: i just turned 25.
3: so you're still young and 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 you know you're still in the age group that they look for basically So you must have been a young graduate. um, And basically, uh, if you want to tell um, any GMs or scouts or coaches from from CFL or NFL or wherever that you just want XFL, um, what does Marcus Jeter bring to, to their team, to their defense, to their organization?
0: I bring tenacity, speed. I honestly haven't seen a D lineman with better feet than me, honestly. Like that's point blank period. I'm quick. I got good hands. I pride myself on a pass rush. I can stop the run if you need me to. I'm pretty I'm pretty well rounded, to be honest.
3: Awesome, man. Awesome. And and what do you do? Uh what what are you doing to prepare yourself for the for the pro day and, and the opportunity to get in front of these scouts?
0: been working out with my trainer since I came from the BSN combine back in 2018. And he's been, we reconnected about a month ago and we just been working, dieting and working. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get down to 295. I know you said, I said I was 320, but I'm actually, I'm, I'm coming down off that weight. So I can run a four, nine, sub 545 one. So I think that'd be pretty good for my size as a D tackle.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, they look for versatile guys. They look for guys that in the 3-4, they can move on the outside, maybe in a run situation. So, you know, that's some things they're looking for. And and, and the main thing is, you know, you don't waste a lot of movement. Um, you get up the field quick. I mean, you can even pass rush, which – and the main thing they're looking at, your your 10-yard split, man. So, yeah. you know, the 5-1 the isn't the main thing. The main thing is getting within the uh, – what is it? believe one eight range one seven something range that that gets you in the range that they're looking for for the NFL and and stuff like that so I mean I think you'll get in there because you're 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 really quick you know especially right off the uh line
0: yeah that's what I pride myself
3: on so your best year was your senior year um take us through your senior year a little bit and uh you know uh maybe maybe a little stats or, or some of your best games or best memories from your senior year yeah i didn't really fill up the stat sheet
0: because i was a i was a nose guard i was too busy plugging running lanes but honestly i was just happy to play again really because i've just been faced with so much animosity and just bad situations with injury i just i was just happy to be back i had a lot of good games honestly I won a during football camp, I won my starting position back, and it was all up here, all up here from there, the whole season, really.
3: Well, that's good, man. And did you have a pro day when you got out of there? I tried to get
0: on a, I tried to get a pro day with the colleges here in Virginia, but some colleges didn't take small school guys, some colleges, I was too late, and a couple I had to pay for, and I just didn't have the money, so no, nah, I didn't get a pro day
3: that's what really hurt me and yeah, that's unfortunate with a lot of guys um you know and that's what i'm trying to do what i'm trying to do and we're trying to do um in general all of us guys uh have been trying to put together a great event because you know for that very reason i mean that's why i got into it 100 yeah. percent. is because guys would be coming to me i have no pro day or uh i've, I've seen guys show up to their pro day and, and nobody's there um i mean I, i've seen it all so uh you know hopefully we'll be able to bring a, a couple few events to some guys and, and and give them that opportunity to finally get the times that they deserve and and the film and and just get up to date and the NFL the CFL XFL will be able to see if these are guys they want to develop or guys they want on their team immediately so i think we're going to have some excellent talent um when these events take place so uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to uh, plug your uh, social media for anybody and, uh, yeah, any, anything you want to plug so they can go and find your highlights or whatever. Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Astro Jeter,
0: Astro and J-E-T-R. After you put the ad symbol and follow me on Instagram at AstroNomically. Just the spell AstroNomically, you'll find me on Instagram. I mean, other than that, just I'm just waiting for a chance. I just been grinding.
3: Astronomically. <laughs> yeah. I want to spell that for <laughs> uh, A S T R O
0: M O N I C L A. I'm just playing with you, fellas. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm sure they can figure it out. Well, yeah. who knows? You know, we try to make it easy on people. That's that's something I'm gonna give you a little trade secret. Make everything yeah. easy for the scouts. Always make it easy. Your handles would be your name Honestly They won't
0: won't make it easy, they'll put me on the team
3: (laughs) Well I know you're a high character guy And I know you're a good guy that wants to be You know, that'd be a good team player a High character, somebody can Come in there and and, and help the team Immediately, so I'm thankful to have you on Marcus And and be able to tell your story a little bit And uh, you know Good luck, hopefully everything comes through here man Thank you, yes, sir. Thanks for coming on the Victory Formation Podcast. Thank you. All right, What's up, Robert Samuel? What's up? What's up? Kalo Robertson, we got Alabama AM in the house. Welcome to the Victory Formation Podcast. How are we doing tonight, guys?
2: And pretty good
3: so what's going on we got Kalo Robertson uh, former Alabama A&M tight end he's going to help me interview Robert Samuel O-Lyman of Alabama A&M from this year uh, just a little short history on uh, Kalis Robertson he's uh, a former AAF player uh, had a, a recent tryout with the Wildcats uh, the XFL Uh Had a a little injury and and he's fighting his way back from it. And um, he came on tonight to help me interview Robert Samuel, who's an offensive lineman for the 2020 NFL draft this year. And uh, what's going on, guys?
1: What's up, man? What's up, man? Not much.
3: What's good? All right. Do you want to ask him a question first, Kalo?
1: Oh yeah, my um question, Robert man. What is your main goal right now as trying to get um picked up with pick that every team? What do you have? Like, what do you have the opportunity? What do you think you have the opportunity? Um, uh, <clears throat> I'm a very hard worker. I want to off field, you know.
2: Um, uh, and I'm a very like my play style. I can fit any team. I'm very athletic, you know, I'm able to get around blocks. They want me to pull anything. So, I'm very versatile. I can play guard, tackle, left, right, don't matter. I can play anywhere.
3: Awesome.
1: Good, man. And, um, also, another question. Um, did you
2: play any bowl games or something like that? Playing bowls or something? Yeah, yeah. I played on the HBCU uh, bowl game in Virginia. And it went pretty good. Talk to a couple of teams out there.
3: That's
1: good, man. Uh, Matt, you got any questions for?
3: Him? Yeah, I got some questions. Uh when did you first fall in love with the game of football, Robert? Uh I would say when I was born. Really?
2: But <laughs> so I've been playing ever since I was like probably like five. Like I've been playing like a long time.
3: And and what, what positions did you first start playing? The first position I started playing was center. <laughs> And when when did you start playing? Oh, so you started playing uh, O line right off the bat. So I guess you you grew yeah. you grew pretty young. You, you you hit your growth spurt pretty early, and you said you started playing center. So you always played O line. Yes, sir. Well, when
2: Lily, you know, pop when I played O line, uh, when I got to middle school, I played like a little bit at the end, but like a little bit tackle, you know. And when I got to high school, you know, I played like a little bit tight end. But I really just stayed, you know what I'm saying. I do the old line
3: to like, you know, like beautiful. Anything else you want to ask him, Caleb?
1: Um. Also, how did you help get your experience at Alabama and them go? Um. The whole time you shared there, different coaching changes and stuff like that, and just the just the um pros and cons college football.
2: Um. Also, you had to learn how to overcome adversity. You know, once it hit you, you just can't give up. You got to see things through. You know, we had a couple of culture changes. You know, um, you got to stick with things. You know, and f- like far as me, you know, going up like uh, my first year at AM, I didn't play right off the bat. I was ineligible because of some uh, school stuff with transferring and everything like that. But you know, I kept, staying working out. You know, trying to get my body right, to a condition right for like next in the next upcoming season. And I was fortunate enough to play uh, my junior year, and going into my senior, year, I played all games. Missed a couple games, had like a little little injury here and there, but I was uh, fortunate enough to play my senior year. And this, like, my senior, year ended up been like one of my best years of college football.
3: Beautiful. And were you heavily recruited out of high school? And what made you choose Alabama A&M? um, um,
2: coming straight out of high school, I was getting like offers from Jacksonville State, uh, UAB, West Alabama, uh, a couple more like a like the high priority JUCO schools. But I think like my ACT score, you know, I couldn't like get it up, so they kind of like had me like a little detour route.
3: Well, it happens. I mean, it happens to the best of us. Kale, uh, is there anything else you want to ask him about Alabama A&M? Or?
1: Um, well, I know I played a couple. I played like two years. Ago. And what team you say the hardest team or the hardest player you, came, you played against all your four years you uh, I have to
2: say... I want to say his name is Jalen Stewart from uh, UAP Pambler. He was a pretty good player, but he kind of actually kind of made me better though too. Though he was a pretty good guy. I played against though.
3: Absolutely. And what is your best memory at Alabama A and M?
2: Uh, I have to say when we went to the AQ, uh Pro Football Hall of Fame game in uh, Ohio, I would say they're one of my uh, best memories of having that experience because I never, like I never been to the uh, Hall of Fame in in Ohio, so I
3: said they're probably like one of my best experiences ever, I won't forget about it. Yeah, it's a beautiful facility and, uh, you know, first class everything, a uh, nine million million yeah. facility, uh, yeah, it's nice they're doing that with the HBCU. Uh, are, are you going to be attending the HBCU combine? Were you invited? Oh no, if that
2: wasn't
1: invited. Uh,
3: well, I'd like to invite you to ours if you want to come out. <laughs> 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 My shameless plug time. But uh, any old linemen in the NFL that you really look up to, that you model your game after, or just really enjoy watching?
2: I'll, I'll say Brandon Parker from uh, the Oakland Raiders. And what do you like about him? I just like how he, he
3: plays like, you know, like a beast, like the guys are an animal. <laughs> Absolutely. And do you watch a lot of film on those guys or or um also I also watch a lot of film on Tyrone Smith, Tyrone
2: Smith, and uh Taylor, I want to say Terry Vaughn from the Titans. Yeah, I watch about them guys a lot. Just try to, uh, you know, I watch um I, want, I can't remember uh, the, the segments they do but he'll talk about like how you got like three different pass sets you should just take you know so sometimes I try to take notes from them guys to like pit in my game so when I play on Saturdays you know I have something you know
3: to look forward to doing absolutely how about you Kalo you got anything else you want to add there
1: Um, how's your training going? Like, what's what am on? focusing focus, you know,
2: on? Trying to improve or get better? What do you think is your strong, strong people in your training? Um, my training's going pretty good. Um, as far as my combine numbers, that I had in Virginia, there. Um, I'm working on trying to get those down. And my 40, I'm trying to get my 40 time down. Um, of course, I'm trying to increase my bench press reps, and um. I'ma say if I had to do drills, uh, I think those are my strong point, like showing uh scouts that have flexibility in my hips. Um I'm really like a like an athletic um, O lineman. I know it's not that many uh athletic linemen in the league right now, but I'll say they'll if they uh sign me, they'll get a very athletic lineman who can like do whatever on the field.
3: Awesome, man. And Kalo, he's been through it all already. He knows a lot, so it's a good guy to to listen to. He could he could tell you all about it, the uh, the pro days, and and you know everything that goes on with it, and you know. So you yeah. got a guy in your corner there. Um, pretty much been through it all, and. Uh, definitely knows you know a lot about blocking and 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 what it's like to be with a professional team and and you know what the combines are like and the tryouts he's done a little bit of it all so great guy to have in your corner and if you could tell um scouts or GMs or coaches from any of these teams uh what does Robert Samuels Jr. bring to their organization I bring attitude,
2: man. When I play, I play through the whistle. I play until, like, the whistle blows, you know. I just play with, like, a lot of attitude when I get like, like, on the field. I like, I you're
1: going
3: to get a hard working guy for sure. Absolutely. Awesome, man. And, uh, Kayla, you got anything else you want to ask him? Oh,
1: um, yeah. I, I um, uh, well, I just give him a new advice, man. Just make sure you, man, stay focused on um, going through your planning. One thing you need to make sure you do is just make sure you're recovering, man. It, it, it can be tough sometimes. You can overturn your body, man. And, and, um, you, you'll be hurting it more than you'll um, help it because you want to live your body. It's tough. You got to give it time. So you got to understand you, when it comes to training for pro days and combine and stuff like that, it's, it's different than just going to the gym, just working out. For training, you have to work on specific things. Sometimes it's heavy, sometimes it's not so heavy, sometimes it's not even the clue where Sometimes it's mostly plyo, message or something like that or just running. So it makes you get so recovery too, your feet, man. No doubt,
3: no doubt. appreciate that. And what is your favorite position or, or what is your biggest strength on the O-line, do you feel?
2: Oh, uh, <clears throat> I'd say my athleticism. Yeah, my athleticism.
3: And you played uh, – did you play tackle or did you play yeah.
2: – Yes, sir. I played uh, during the season at A&M. My season's at a and I played, like, a lot of tackle. And when I was at the Virginia game, HBCU All-Star game, I played, like, a lot of, uh, like, left tackle, guard. And uh, it was actually my first time ever playing guard when I was in Virginia. But I, I loved it, though. I loved it.
3: That's good. So you're you used to, you know, that will help you when it comes to pass blocking as well. And, you know, all your time at guard and center, I'm sure, helps you a lot in, in the run blocking. So, you, you know, you're a versatile player on the offensive line, which is great. Um, so I'm going to give you a chance to uh, plug any social media or, you know, anywhere people can find you or find your tape. Uh, go for it, man.
2: All right. Well, oh, YouTube, man, look up Robert Samuel Jr. Alabama A and have my tape from the 2018 season and 2019 season on there. My Twitter, follow me at Robert Samuel Jr. One at Twitter, and my Instagram underscore R Samuel J uh, on Instagram.
3: Beautiful, man, and we wish you luck, and we'll stay in contact. Uh- gonna be do, doing uh, a hidden gems on o-line really soon and i'd like to add you onto it for draft diamonds and um you know uh i'll get you an invite out to this you know whether you can come to this or come to indy or when whatever you know uh the invite will stand um so i'll get that out to you you just gotta send me an email and i'll, I'll send you over sure, an official invite and i really appreciate yeah you coming on i'm gonna have uh We'll have Kalo on again really soon because I'm gonna talk about his situation and what's going on with him. I know he's uh, he's battling hard to get back up in there and uh, me and him are gonna be working together on some things and he, he's been helping me a lot with these combines and I appreciate that. So I wanted to bring him on to have a little uh, familiarity for you guys. Uh, and uh, you know, it's awesome, man. I mean, uh, some, some great guys coming out of Alabama A&M and uh, you know that program is definitely on the rise yeah absolutely guys and i want to thank you and you guys have a wonderful night hey thanks for being on the victory formation podcast i appreciate all you right, man
1: I'll let you
3: know. all right god bless i'll talk to you soon Kalo. All
1: right.
3: peace going on man brandy holmes
4: just yes, say hey, how you doing
3: what's up brandy holmes welcome to the victory formation podcast how we doing tonight i'm doing
4: great how are you
3: man doing good doing good brother always on time as usual appreciate guess, that <laughs> so man we already had you on the uh, grind time tuesday man you did a terrific job on there and you you know uh, I made an announcement in the beginning of this podcast you'll hear about the the changes that are going on now so um, you know it's going to be May 2nd now uh, Lord willing uh, hopefully because of everything that's going on Uh, they pulled some of the scouts off the road you know they pulled all the scouts off the road so they weren't going to be there no matter what on April 4th so this is what they told us so now we just you know hey you know, just pray that this doesn't get any worse. And on May 2nd, this could be a really big, really great opportunity. And, I, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised if the draft gets pushed back a couple few weeks at this point just to give the scouts a little extra time, you know. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah, I came up with some different questions, so we didn't have the same questions over again. And, you know, this is a little more relaxed format, so we can get into it a little bit Um I wanted to go back a little bit into your um, your college you went to before Morningside um, well a junior college right uh, bring us a little into that and, and, and what, what made you go from the junior college and then be able to go up to Morningside
4: so, so um, I transferred several times but one of the the one the juco I went to and played at was um, San Bernardino Valley College uh, I went there and I think it was 2015, um, and I had a I had a great time out there, but it was just a lot going on and at home, like with my parents and stuff like that. So I had decided to leave, but um, while I was there, it was definitely a great experience. You definitely um, see the struggle with being in JUCO with having to share apartments with like more than one person. Um, I think it was. I want to say six of us in a three-bedroom, so we was all splitting rent. So it was definitely tough at times, but you know we all helped each other get through it. And then um, I transferred, tried to get closer back to home, um, but that just didn't work out because so there was just a lot going on still. And then I ended up trying to live with some family members and. It was basically, it ended up being worse than my actual situation while I was in school. And then I ended up having to sit out a year. I ended up going to Morningside because that's what kind of fell into the, it seemed like it was the best move at the time, which it turned out well. I definitely did. Well,
3: yeah, it. It, it, it was an excellent <laughs> move because, yes, you know, uh, we're talking about a, another undefeated season over there at Morningside. Yeah. Um so during that undefeated season at Morningside, what would you say uh, were some of the highlights for you? Maybe some of the better games. Uh, take me through some 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 of your better moments there. Um, for me, it was more
4: uh, practice. Like it, it, it was more like a practice thing. It was that was a better moment for me. Uh, I learned to be like more consistent, like. Uh, Definitely dealing with the cold was probably the biggest thing, just learning that I could play in different weather. Throughout my career, I really never had to deal with super cold, and then when you go there, temperatures drop to the negatives and stuff like that, so you have to deal with that in certain games. Well,
3: for those who don't know, it's in Iowa, Mm
4: -hmm. so. But yeah, I just learned to be more consistent and uh, more driven. I was already like a driven person but like it just I, I i guess i definitely just tapped into like a different part of me just to try to make everything work out for myself
3: well what, what was it like in iowa it must have been totally different than california
4: oh yes it, it definitely there's not as many it wasn't as many people it's not a big well i never really went to a big school when i was in school but like in yeah. California, you know, there's more people around, so you're gonna always see people. There's, you, you see everybody on campus, and then you start seeing the same people on campus. Yeah, and you just start getting used yeah. to it being such a small place
3: and family yeah. type that. Yeah, of yeah. Uh, community, big community. Um, Iowa really loves their football. I can tell you that much. Uh, yeah, gotten a lot of love out of Iowa just from doing the FCS stuff and and, and writing about certain guys. So I appreciate Iowa, big shout out to Iowa. I'm a shout out, but basically, uh, tell me a little bit about, you know, some of the guys you went against, uh, Maybe uh, you know what? What was some of the tougher DBs you faced? I mean, we could talk about uh, in Morningside or even at the FCS Bowl or or the College Gridiron Showcase, which you were a part of. Uh, what were some of the tougher DBs that you faced this year? Um, uh, I'm horrible with names. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> a couple guys, schools, or you know. Uh, um
4: the FCS bowl, I I kept going against. I think a guy his name was.
1: Uh, are you talking about, Pruitt.
4: Sammy. Oh yeah, Cam Pruitt. Yes. Yeah, he talked a lot, so he talked a lot of junk. So it was definitely fun going against him and one on ones.
3: Yeah, we um, mentioned
4: him. It's funny, he's mentioned in the intro part. There was another guy, I can't think of his name. He was like six one, maybe. He's a taller DB. Um, Maxwell How? Is it what was it? maxwell howe from
3: Portland. yeah i want to get him
4: once he he definitely showed that he he got it but i re- it was like a i ran a slant against him and they made him i think they made him show sure that he could do, uh drop back into cover three so it was like an easy win for me but he definitely like uh broke on the route quick and showed like and then he had an excellent uh game i think he won mvp
3: he was the mvp yeah Yeah, i mean you know you guys beat him up pretty good all week in general the the wide receivers really were winning the battle for the most part throughout the week yeah um you know but uh you know yeah those two dbs were definitely those were the two guys that we singled out as well with uh shelton watson as well um was another one that we mentioned but uh let me see here what I got. Uh, tell me a little bit about the NAIA championship game against Marion. Well, actually, I, since I had
4: decided to go to the bowl game, I had decided I wasn't even at the um, bowl game, but I definitely watched it.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, yes, sir. So, so so, then tell me about uh, what it was like uh, getting up to that point and, 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 Bringing, bringing your helping bring your team to a championship
4: oh it was de- it was definitely uh it was great um the season really didn't go how I wanted it I wanted to have a bigger role but um it was definitely great seeing the success that we had seeing like how hard we practice and then and, like how it translated to games where like it was definitely easier and uh coach looters who I think he just got hired at to a D2, I think, or he moved up to another school for officer coordinator. Phenomenal, phenomenal coach. He's a great mind. I hit his breakdown in film, how he would create plays, and he always say he'll give you ten different ways to run a go route. So, like, just to see him call plays and the plays how, and how they worked, and how so much easier it was in games. Uh, uh, it was definitely cool and just to see how great we played consistently you know some games we definitely had slow starts but to show that we can definitely play with the best and then just beat up on everybody it was definitely cool to see
3: you see why it's such
4: a great program
3: well I mean it's an excellent program and they're able to keep recruiting and and keeping the program going uh, strong undefeated for for many years now and, and just keep winning those championships so it's good to be a part of it even you wish you had a a a greater role you were able to do a lot with with what you did have and you know that's the most important thing um uh any player or uh any player or players that you model your game after
4: um i don't model my game after anybody but uh,
3: or like uh, just you know i think uh,
4: just uh a lot of people ask, uh, I kind of like, uh, I guess, a Debo Samuel. Like you, could, you can put him in any role, ask him to do anything, and he gonna perform. Or I think the other day, the guy said I reminded him of a James Washington. So but I think Debo Samuel kinda fits my role. Well, I've like he's a well, he's over two hundred. They're not very big as far as height wise, from what I know. I kind of feel like I could be, I'm like that type of guy, I'm a big play
3: waiting to happen, I guess. And then you can... You're a little taller than Debo, I think. Huh? just think you're a little taller than Debo. Oh, yeah, I probably am, I don't know. Um, I think, I'm not quite sure, I don't wanna, you know. Yeah. But I think you're around 5'10", 5'11", something like that, I don't know. Uh, I don't wanna, I don't wanna say nothing, I don't know. I mean, fact checking. <laughs> uh, Let me see. With that said, I mean, we got, uh, what, 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 what is, uh, what is one of the the greatest thing you learned, you know, over the last year or so about yourself, um, you know, just being able to, to, to pick yourself up after, you know, you expected them to go and, and keeps you going, man? Um... This is, uh... All right, Brandy Holmes, Morningside. What's going on, man? How you doing? back up in there, man. This happens once in a while. You get cut off... in this piece of crap app. No, I'm... (laughs) (laughs) I ain't getting no sponsorship anytime soon. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. What would you say uh, is uh, did you take away from this season? Is the is the most important lesson that you learned from this season? Um, for me, it was just patience. Um, for some reason, I
4: guess just being in college the whole time, and college never really worked out too much in my favor. Even though, like afterwards, a lot of things. Uh, it worked out in my favor. So that was like two things, like patience, patience, patience. And then, because at the end of the day, a lot of things, at that moment, like it didn't, I didn't get what I wanted. But in the end, I'm at where I wanted to be at, if that makes sense. So everything still worked out in my favor and I was still able to accomplish a lot of things that, like most people didn't think I would be able to do just knowing my situation
3: absolutely man and 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 your patience now is getting tested more more than ever all of ours is mm-hmm. uh, with everything that's going on but all we could do is be patient uh have faith be smart and and do the right thing so um you know staying healthy is a big part of it um so it's it's good that you keep training in this time and you know, with w- with all this going on, uh, it, it. I mean, if you could look at it in, in one good thing, I mean, is you get another month to train, and and what are you going to be doing this next month to really prepare yourself?
4: Um, I'm gonna continue to uh, train with my speed coach, uh, who's my former high school track coach, who's Charles Proctor. Um, he works at he coaches at Keenan. He has a history of making phenomenal track athletes and putting all of his, almost all his, not every single one, but like a majority of his track athletes go on to run D1. And he has big names that are participating in college right now. Um, so he, I definitely trust him with everything. And I will continue to lift and train on my own. Well, like as far as receivers things and stuff like that, I do that on my own. But the biggest thing is training with him. Just making sure I get faster and consistently have a run be with no problems or stuff like that.
3: Well, you got a great trainer there and uh, that's awesome, man. I think you're going to do really well. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to get a little deeper with you here. Uh, What's the most important thing to Brandy Holmes, uh, both as a person and a player?
4: Uh uh-uh. As a player, I think just being able to play football—that's uh, just the biggest thing. I you don't know. Uh, but outside of football, uh, I guess just my family, being able to spend time with them. Like when I'm not playing, like football, is the, like the getaway for, I guess everybody. And then when I'm not playing football, like I'm home with my family. Probably like More getting time. under their nerves and stuff like that, messing with them, so
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's just well, the yeah, two biggest things just, for me. That's just family, man. Yeah. That's just how it goes, uh, but but it's good to be there. Family is very important. Um, you know, without that, you got really nothing, man. And, and, and some people are family, even when they're not blood, man, they don't realize mm-hmm. it, you know? So they're very important. And, uh, you know, it's good to have those people in your life and in your corner especially in times like this. And you know, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. It's always an honor. And I, again, I'm gonna give you a chance to plug your social media for anybody that listens to this, doesn't listen to Grind Time Tuesday, which you also on, did a terrific job on, which they can check out. Um, yeah, plug your social media for anybody so they can go check out all your stuff. And they can also check you out at MFE Elite Pro Days. On the website, on my football evaluation, <clears throat> we got a profile on Brandy, and uh, definitely check them out. Um, my IG is uh, Brandy Holmes One.
4: Uh, it's B R A N D Y Holmes H O L M E S One, and then my Twitter is the same. Well, it's Brandy Holmes, so basically the same thing, so, except my IG has a one in it. So, yeah that's my social media
3: awesome brandy thank you for coming on man well thanks for being on the victory formation podcast relaunch thank you for having me it's always always a pleasure and i'm gonna get this out to as many people as can uh who can hear it buddy all right thank you all right man keep working brother all right have a good night all right you too